We're back. It's the Sagabit Swingin' Report Show. Get ready as we celebrate the year of the Sega console. Hello and welcome to episode 55 of the Segabit Swingin' Report Show. I'm Barry and... Live from your grave. It's George. Hi, or Kapow. Kapow, the Shenmue 3 of... Uh, the second best thing to Shenmue 3 and he actually appeared. Um, we also are joined by our new partners, uh, partner site Segalization. We have Draken. I hope I'm saying that right. Yeah, that's right. And In the Sky, who's also... <laughs> Has has other names. What would you like to be referred to? Uh, no. Nah, in the sky was an ace pronunciation. Uh, sorry that my Skype account is under like Ocean View, but yeah. Uh, in the sky is totally fine. Thanks. I'm gonna call you Sky Guy. <laughs> sky Guy is. Uh, I'll take all the nicknames. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, um, first off, I just want to thank you guys for joining us, and um, I'm looking forward to seeing what we uh, what we can do in the future together. Um, yeah. But before we yeah, sounds fun. Yes, yeah, I'm definitely uh, looking forward to it. You're the, I believe, the second partner site to join up with us, but really the first one that didn't have uh, any real ties with Segabits. Uh, Website of the Dead was a little pet project from uh, Patrick. Uh, oh yeah, that's uh, uh, Cody Maru's thing. Yeah, yeah, that's his thing. So, um, and we we have some other ones on the horizon, but I don't really want to talk about that right now. Nor is that the uh, focus of this show. But before we get into segalization, I just wanted to go around the table and bring back a, an old classic of the Swing and Report show, what we've been up to and what we've been playing, and I always uh, ask George first. Oh, me yeah, first? Yeah, what, Why do I have to go you've first? You've been gone for about eight months, so you've got a lot of stuff to tell us. I've been, I've been sleeping, I've been going to the restroom sometimes, not a lot, but you know, normal cycles maybe. Okay. No, uh, <laughs> I don't, I've been working on some projects, but mostly for like... Uh, for like a club thing we are doing, mm-hmm. we're doing this club thing for the for the college thing, and uh, I'm uh, I'm in charge of some of the some of the stuff, and uh, I don't really like it because I've noticed that people in real life it's easier to tell people what to do online because you don't have to hear them whine about it afterwards. Oh God, yeah. Yeah. When you when you tell them in real life, oh man, you got to hear a whine fest for like a week. <laughs> so I've been dealing with that, uh, and what I've been playing. I've been playing uh, this new game I got. They they were giving out for free the developers on Steam. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to see what it's called. I don't even know what it's called. Pid. Mm-hmm. And I've been playing uh, Leagues of Legends. That's about it. Cool. Leagues of Legends takes up too much of my time, I think, if I do play games. That's what happened. <laughs> 45 minutes a match. Wow. It's like, that's too much for me, man. Wow. But I, I, I'm addicted, so I have to play it. Cool, cool. And, uh... Yeah, jeez. Or... Yeah, my brother used to be really, really into League of Legends or whatever. And, like, I think he was, he thought about, like, getting into it competitively. Or he thought it was fun and all that. But, yeah, it's so big all over the place. It's wild. I never get into that. I'm waiting for PSO2. I'm saving myself. Oh, you're saving your uh, your online addiction. My online virginity, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Draken. Uh... Give, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you've been up to and what you've been playing. Well, I think some people might know me from uh, Devil of the Ancients. That's uh, a pretty big uh, Pan's Dragoon fan site that's been around for, I think, uh, around 10 years wow. now. Uh, so that's a pretty long time. Um, uh, personally, I've been a, a Sega fan uh, all the way back uh, since the Master System. Um, um, currently, so... 
I contribute a lot to, to the Well of the Ancients uh, afterwards. Um, uh, I started Pan's Dragoon Revival. That's a, a petition website, basically, for uh, where people can um, can uh, sign a petition to uh, uh, re-release the old Panzer Goon games. Mm-hmm. Um, and right now, I'm working on civilization, of course. Um, I'm not sure. Maybe we can talk a bit about how that um, how we got around to creating the website and the campaign. Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely get to that. Not sure if there's anything. More you want to oh, I think I think that's a good go introduction. It. We can definitely get into the segalization stuff once we mm-hmm. start into that. Have you been playing any games recently? Uh, actually, I ended up buying a 3DS XL cool. uh, to play a Bravely Default. So um, that's a game I started. It's actually the first Nintendo device I ever bought. Wow. Funny enough. How do you feel <laughs> about it? Like, how do you feel about the 3DS XL? Well, actually, uh, I, own, I own a PS Vita. Um, I think technically, technically the, the Vita is way more advanced, uh, at least uh, graphically, uh, than the 3DS XL. So I'm, I'm not too impressed with, with the technical aspect, and I don't really like the 3D uh, effect um, on the, well, the use. I, I usually just turn that off. I haven't really seen a game that really does the 3D effect uh, 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 well enough. Mm-hmm. Although uh, the 3D as- the 3D classics uh, from uh, from Sega recently, uh, they actually handled the 3D aspect uh, rather well. Yeah, those are really cool it. releases. It's funny too that Sega's doing a better job at this than Nintendo. Yeah. Nintendo quit, I think, after just a handful of games. <laughs> Quitters. Yeah, I just don't bother with the 3D anymore. Yeah. Actually, it drains battery yeah. life too. So. I'd rather have an extra think, day. Yeah. I think it's like with the with the, tes- the, the television sets. Uh, 3D was really hyped a lot on on, on uh, LCD TVs, mm-hmm. but I really don't think uh, and in cinema as well. But personally, personally, I never really liked the the effect. Uh, I think I'm I think I'm not sure if you guys if you if you guys heard about the uh, Oculus Rift. Oh, Oculus Rift. Ocul- Oculus yes, Rift. Yes. I think it is. So I, I think that's really that's just, that's way more interesting uh, than uh, the 3D effect we're used to seeing now. I think yeah. uh, the actual VR headsets. I think that's really interesting uh, for the future. As opposed so really to really like a slightly more expensive movie ticket mm-hmm. yeah. for Pretty. a 3D film, I guess. Cool. Well, uh, regardless of uh, the 3D, there's a lot of a lot of games on there that are well worth playing. It's probably my favorite Nintendo. Oh, yeah. uh, thing that they've done. It's it's so funny. They they kind of they suck at home consoles uh, recently, but they're really good at handhelds. I think uh, I've been impressed with them since the Game Boy Advance SP. So, um, in the sky, why don't you tell a little bit about yourself and uh, what you've been playing? Um. All right. So, I uh, actually. I just wanted to touch on something really fast. The fact that this is all uh, working out is kind of amazing because um, I'm from Hawaii and uh, Draken's from Belgium and Barry, you're East Coast, right. right? And where are you, George? He's West Coast. Okay, so this is all over the place, this this podcast. Yeah. It's kind of amazing. But yeah, um, 
one thing that I'm actually pretty excited about um, is I go to the gym like twice a week and not even for that much. And I'm not even like a like a pump iron, like really serious, like protein shake guy. But um, I've been trying to run more and like uh, get faster and everything. And I always go for these like 20 hour or 20 hour, 20 minute runs at a time. And I've been getting close to I think it's uh, or yeah, I've been hitting 2.5. I don't even know the the, the unit. I think it's um, 2.5 uh, meters. Mm-hmm. Or like kilometers or something. I have, I have no idea. Kilometers and meters are way different. But like 2.5, whatever the unit is on the treadmill in 20 minutes. And that's taken me uh, months and months and months and months. So I've been getting, I've been pretty happy with that uh, recently. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm uh, from <laughs> Hawaii. I'm really happy with that gym stuff uh, recently. And I guess... Uh, as far as my stuff, my adventure with Sega, um, I'm very, very mm-hmm. recent uh, as a Sega recruit. Right around the time that I became a Sega fan was right around the same time that I started vi- visiting Segabit. So it was like the early part of like uh, 2012, okay. I think, when uh, Project Cross Zone was first being teased. Mm-hmm. And um, I came from that, like being aware of like, Bandai Namco stuff and Capcom stuff, but there were all of these things that I wasn't really familiar with on the Sega side. So uh, I started to research a little bit more about the franchises, and then over time, I got further and further down the rabbit hole. And then all of a sudden, uh, here I am. <laughs> and um, like, I wasn't, I mean, I wasn't completely in the dark. I used to play like a bunch of uh, Sonic titles and stuff. Um, I played all of the like the adventure era things up until Shadow the Hedgehog, and then I finally got back into it with um, Generations. Hmm. So, like, I haven't been completely in the dark, but, yeah, it took a while for me to get here. Um, as far as games, uh, a while ago I beat, um, I mean, on the note of uh, 3DS stuff, I beat uh, Link Between uh-huh. Worlds. And uh, I was pretty happy with that. Um, I didn't think it was quite like game of the year, or like a lot mm-hmm. of people seem to think it was, but I thought it was a pretty good effort. So yeah, I was happy with that. Um, what else? Um, uh, coincidentally with a civilization, I'm right at the end, I believe, of Sakura Wars mm-hmm. 5. I... I'm not entirely sure, but yeah, uh, just the way everything seems to be set up and the drama where I'm at right now seems to suggest I'm at the end. So that's pretty exciting. So I think that about covers it for me so far as far Very as what cool. I'm playing right now. So what do you think about Soccer Wars 4, 5? Like, have you played the, the first four? Oh, no, I haven't. I mean, I wish... Uh, yeah, I mean, over time, I wish I stuck with uh, learning Japanese because I took Japanese just like, at the bare minimum in high school. Like, I only took it for the two years, and then I ended up switching schools, and partially because um, I wanted to take other classes, and also because uh, like I thought the curriculum change was just going to be all weird, and like I was going to be at a different level from the other students. I decided to switch, um, or I just I decided to drop learning Japanese, but. I wish 
I stuck with it so that I could like play through like the older games and stuff. But um, yeah, here uh, the mm. older ga- games were like really really good. Um, mm. As far as uh, the fifth one itself, um, I like it a lot actually. One thing that I really like about the Soccer War series is the music. Uh, I mean, a lot of Sega games have like really good music, but um, this game in particular really uh, captures the era that they were going for. It's sort of uh, jazzy and it's really upbeat a lot of the time. So yeah, I liked it. I mean, it's um, it's very straightforward. It's like a it's like an optimistic anime game and stuff, but it, it's a it's a fun game to play, and the cool. strategy parts are really interesting too. And uh, I have been just doing Segabit stuff, going to work, all that fun stuff. Uh, I got back from my local game store, and they were doing a uh, Angry Video Game Nerd autograph signing. So him, he, and uh, Mike were there. It uh, it was pretty cool. Yeah, there was uh, not as long a line as I was. Uh, uh, expecting, but which was good because I got to wait inside instead of outside in the cold. Um, I got him to autograph uh, volume one of his DVD, and they also had Fester's Quest sitting out for five bucks, so I grabbed that off the shelf and had him sign it. Um, and I picked up some games. I got Space Harrier for the 32X for 20 bucks, and I got NFL Quarterback Club just because it was for 32X, just because it was complete with the plastic case for five bucks. And, uh, yeah, it was it was fun. I actually like you know whenever you go to those autograph things, you're like, oh, should I say something or should I just go through the motions and get the autograph and be done? So you should have given mean, criticism right there, like, right in front of everybody. Oh my god! Well, you see here, or you should have like hugged him. I, I like video games and all that, but I just I'm not a big fan of like the whole convention scene. I like going to them, but I'm like I just completely shut down when I go to those. I'm like quiet, walking around. I just look at what I want to look at and then I leave. Um, cause there's, I don't know. It's just, there's this kind of like this personality type at a lot of these shows where it's like people who are really loud and they want to tell you their opinion. And then it's like, if you're holding something, they'll stop you and be like, Oh, hold on. I know that it's not a very good game, but you know what? The, uh, SNES version is actually, it's, it's quite enjoyable. And I say quite because, uh, actually for six reasons and they'll like, they'll like, I don't, I don't I don't know. And I'm like, dude, I'm just I'm just buying it because it looks fun. I do have opinions, but I honestly don't really need to share them with you right now. Um, so and it kind of smelled some of the some of the people smelled. But overall, it was fun. Lots of uh, lots of people there. Um, I did mention to James that we I, I'm sure he didn't give a shit that we are uh, going to be hosting our own panel at Too Many Games. Uh, and I mainly asked that because told him that because. I wanted to know when his panel one cause, oh, wow. panel was because I didn't want to go up against it and not have anyone come to ours. Uh, <laughs> and he laughed. Well, because I, I said, do you know you what he says? I'm hosting a Sega panel and I really want people to come. I don't want to, but I got to picture them and add on to the Instagram uh, of myself and him. It's a very rare selfie of uh, me going up. I guess it's not a selfie if someone takes it of you, right? I don't know how, what the... No. Um... So, yeah, but overall it was fun. I also got in the mail uh, a Sega Pico game from Japan. It's Sonic's Game World, an import, and uh, it comes in the original box. It looks like, I don't know if you're familiar with the old VHS cases for Disney movies, but it's kind of like that. 
it's uh, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a case like this, so it was it was thirty bucks on eBay. I figured I'd get it. It has a uh, some material in it that they didn't put in the U.S. version. Like there's a whole casino floor, so I guess they didn't want kids on a Sega Pico learning how to play slots. Uh, it's okay in Japan. Well, that's the funny thing. They, but it's okay they gave in Japan. The, um, that's a, that's Americans, I think it was. I don't think it. Yeah, it was released in Europe too. They gave the West a coloring book, and they gave the Japanese a, a uh, casino. So take that, take that what you will. But let's get right into the main there you go. The main event, uh, Segalization. Um, do you guys want to talk about the inception? Uh, some of your your goals with this site? Just get dive right into it. Yeah, sure. Actually, uh, uh, Draken, I think, takes more credit for this uh, than I would, uh, to be honest. Because, um, well, yeah, I mean, how about you explain it? And then I'll, I'll say how I kind of come into it later on. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, basically, I think the whole thing uh, first started on uh, the official Sega forums. Um, we, uh, at the time... I think, well, in recent years, Sega um, haven't been localizing a lot of their games. Um, I think we've seen a bit of a change in the way the company uh, handles the different um, the different regions. So the impression I get is that they're really um, focusing on uh, Japan and the rest of the world, uh, and they really seem to be treating them as uh, two very different regions. Um, we can see that in the way that their uh, official websites, uh, basically if, if you look at the games shown on their official websites, they're really based, uh, outside of Japan, they're really focusing on their, uh, mm-hmm. uh, the Sonic franchise, of course, that's really big. Um, their RTS games uh, from uh, their UK development studios, uh, so we have uh, Total mm-hmm. War and um, Company of Heroes now. Um, there's also the Aliens franchise, uh, and you have also yeah. have Football Manager, but that's really big in, in Europe. Uh, but that's really their main focus now uh, outside of Japan. And in, inside the, in, in, in Japan, they really have uh, uh, a lot of other different titles like uh, Jakuza seri- uh, series. I'm not even oh, yeah, sure if, I, if, I'm, if I'm pronouncing that uh, correctly. Um, and um, of course, uh, Valkyria Chronicles. Uh, but the thing is, the latest, uh, the latest uh, releases in those franchises, uh, those games aren't mm-hmm. being released, uh, aren't being localized anymore. Uh, and there's plenty of other games that uh, aren't being localized either. You have uh, Fancy Star Online 2, um, that's supposed to be localized still, but we we really aren't hearing any news uh, from it. So um, that's really been, been going on, and uh, I really wanted to to do something about that. So um, basically, we were talking on the Valkyria Chronicles uh, forum, on the official Sega forums, uh, about uh, creating a, uh-huh. a fan site uh, to promote the game, to maybe uh, get, get people interested again, uh, get something going. Um, but... Um, we were also basically the idea uh, changed. Um, so we basically, instead of just focusing on Valkyria Chronicles, we thought about trying to make a website that really uh, focuses on 
all the different games that uh, haven't been localized uh, uh, into English um, recently from Sega. Um, so yeah, um, we are basically uh, and the sky has basically been um, been part of the project uh, from very early early on. Basically, when when I through the, when I basically uh, proposed mm -hmm. the idea to uh, create a website uh, for it, um, uh, there were a couple of people who were interested in in, in joining the project, but uh, it was it was mainly in the sky that really helped me uh, create the website, create articles for it. So basically, it's an idea that's uh, that's really been growing uh, with. Uh, we were, we've really just set up the website, we've added forums, we've uh, added a petition where people can, uh, can so if people can sign a petition to um, try and convince Sega to release uh, more games, and to localize more games from uh, um, mm -hmm. that they've only released in Japan so far. Um, so basically that's how we're that's basically where we're currently at. We want, uh, we basically want to uh, promote the, promote those games a bit more, get people interested in in, in those games, and hopefully, uh, convince Sega to to, to localize uh, more of their games. Uh, I think um, recently, I think uh, in the past year, we've only re really seen one game uh, being yeah. localized, and that was uh, Project Diva F, um, from Sega. So. Um, that's one exception to the rule, basically. Of course, it's it's a pretty small game, and we'd love to see them f uh, focus on, on on bringing more games uh, uh, from Japan. It's, to, uh, it's that was kind of a strange announcement too, if you think about it. Like that was like one of the games I thought was never going to come to the United States, and there it goes. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I think it just has a, it, it, it's it's a niche game, so there. But it has a very dedicated fan base, I think. So, so I think when they uh, they first launched a, fa a Facebook campaign to uh, basically uh, they asked people to like uh, one of their posts on Facebook uh, to see what kind of reaction they'd get, and I think wow. it got around twenty thousand likes. So that's that's actually pretty big for for uh, a small game like that, and of course. The game itself is rather easy to localize. It, it really doesn't have a lot of content that needs to be translated or such. They don't really need voice actors, so all mm -hmm. the all the all the songs were still in Japanese. So I think it was a pretty low risk uh, game uh, for them to localize. So it makes sense that that this was the game they they chose to localize. Um, another Japanese title that was recently localized was Demon Tribe, which released back in. November and it's actually slated to be killed off at the end of March. They're shutting down the servers. Mm -hmm. it, I don't know. Maybe it could be that it was more the Japanese side of things that killed it because I I don't know how they would have uh, uh, gauged the American I guess sales. It was a free a free game premium. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. It might have been more of a Japanese side of things than American, and they just decided to shut it all down. But you look on. Um, the iTunes store, and I think they have uh, reviews in the single digits, which is pretty low for a for a game from Sega like that. I mean, even yeah. I think lesser titles like some of the uh, Prope games have more reviews, like Tap the Bear to Make Him Stand Up. You know, 
but um, I was going to mention too, you guys also back um, other campaigns. I know you have uh, backed the um, PC campaign. Do you want to talk? I know that's not your campaign, but if you want to talk a little bit about that. Yeah, basically, we, um, for me personally, uh, I think the, the idea of bringing those games to PC, uh, it really appeals to me because it just makes so much sense to, to, to have those games available on digital platforms like Steam. I think um, if you look at uh, the situation, I think uh, the release of Metal Gear Rising, um, it was really successful, the release of the PC version. And I think that's, that has a lot to do with, yeah. with uh, the price point they released the game at. Uh, I think actually it, it was probably mostly that. So they, they, they basically had a deal running. Uh, if you pre-order the game, you could get it for like, uh, I think around 50, 15 euros. I think it was around $20 or something. And that's pretty cheap for a new release, uh, even if it's on PC. Uh, and I think, and it was rather successful, I think. And basically that gave people the idea, well, well if since Metal Gear Rising is a Platinum Games uh, game, um, they also, I think it, 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 it made people make the connection. So why, why not release mm -hmm. uh, Bayonetta and um, Vanquish, which are also uh, games um, from Platinum Games um, on the PC. And I think that's what got people thinking into uh, uh, yeah, making a campaign around that. And I think th there was a pretty big response to uh, the first thread uh, mm -hmm. uh, from um, Grief.exe. So the, peop uh, the person that uh, started the campaign, uh, he really got a, a pretty big response uh, when, he, when he launched the campaign. Uh, it really caught on. And... Uh, and I think it just caught on simply because uh, it made a lot of sense uh, to people to to have those games available on PC. And I think, yeah, and Sega recently they, they've been doing rather well on on PC as well. So um, uh, I think it, it just it would be great to see to see them release more of the game. They have so many games that aren't available on on PC right now. I think it would be great to see those um, uh, released on on Steam. You know how in in the West we have the Sonic franchise, we have the RTS games, mm -hmm. and I mean those those are proven successes. They're selling well. I mean, and I know there's also a, a subsect mm -hmm. of Sega fans who who really like the old days. They like the Japanese games, and they they look at stuff like the real time strategy games of Sonic, and they go, "Well, fuck those. I don't yeah. want to see those released ever again. I'd rather see Sega pour their money yeah. into yeah. you know." Uh, reviving old franchises, things like that. Um, I mean, just for me personally, where I come from, if it, if it's a good game and it's selling well, I'm all for Sega releasing that. So when it comes to bashing mm -hmm. the Sonic titles or the uh, Creative Assembly or Relic games, I, I just I can't jump on that bandwagon. But mm -hmm. um, I mean, what I appreciate from from you guys mm -hmm. is that, and you, I mean, maybe you don't share this opinion, maybe you do, but that there can be this kind of this other pillar of Sega where it's the more obscure Japanese titles. Um, and I know we see that in mm -hmm. uh, uh, companies like um, Atlas, who Sega actually acquired. And I mean, yeah. ideally, I'd, I'd love it if Sega was the company that released, you know, the Sonic games, the Western titles from studios that they owned, and the more obscure Japanese titles. And we're seeing it a bit more, but... Um, 
like like the games you've listed, I'd I'd definitely love to see this this other pillar rather than taking away from other fandoms and saying, you know what, you guys aren't getting a Sonic yeah, game because yeah. Sega's going to be releasing four. Because I don't think that's how it works, you know. And also, uh, Sega paid more for uh, Atlas's parent company than they paid for uh, yep. all three developers right now that they have in the UK. You know, yeah. Sports Interactive and Creative Assembly. So it's that's strange considering that Creative yeah. Assembly and all those probably sell yeah. more games than Atlas do. It's just like in one title. Well, the thing is, uh, they, they, they actually that's ended right. up acquiring yes. uh, Index Corporation entirely. So Yeah, so it's ba- more than just yeah. Atlas. Yeah. So I think that's definitely a factor there. Uh, and, well, I'm not sure... It, all in all, it was a pretty big investment for them. Um, but I think Atlas has been really successful. Um, it, it's actually kind of odd. They've, they've been really successful in localizing smaller titles. So it's it's uh, so we're not really sure what Sega intends to do with them. Do they intend to to use them to localize uh, their own games, or are they basically going to be using the same strategy and keeping the the Atlas games in Japan as well? At the moment, it seems Atlas is just uh, continuing business as usual. So they're they're really still operating. Mm-hmm. Though it, uh, it did take from um, Sega, it seems uh, the Creative Assembly yeah. a little time before they really started developing Sega titles and doing more work in that sense. So maybe that's mm-hmm. just more like finish up what you're doing now. And I mean, and the same thing's happening too with uh, yeah. uh, Lucasfilm and Disney, where there was a year where they acquired them, but it was kind of same old, same old. And now a year later, we're seeing all the changes going into effect. To maybe. You said um, you talked about um, the the -hmm. games that have been released by Creative Assembly and such. Uh, I really agree that um, we shouldn't really be be looking at. uh, You you know, uh, you have some fans that really uh, uh, refuse to play uh, games that that have been released by external Mm -hmm. studios or studios that Sega have bought. But uh, mm-hmm. I also tend to agree that that's rather silly. Um, we shouldn't be looking, shouldn't be looking at um, at um, at those games as, mm-hmm. as being something uh, non-Sega. So, eventually, it's Sega's money that's that's been used to create those games. So, uh, we we should re- we shouldn't really be looking at those games uh, that have been released by uh, uh, studios that yeah. Sega has acquired as uh, the enemy or something. And that's a bit unfortunate, I think. I think people really need to, to look at, really need to realize that Sega is a business. And they need to make money. And what they're doing now basically makes sense simply because their games haven't been selling all that well. So uh, we're at, when we're asking them to localize their games, we really yeah. want to, yeah. to, to support them as well. Um, I think that's something that's pretty important. Uh, I think something that's something that fans really need to realize that they really need to... to to support uh, Sega when yeah. when they do bring games over from Japan, and that's something I think that we've been doing. But we've not, and would we've not you, been doing would you uh, say Sega that um, for your campaigns, would you would you make concessions and say, well, okay, if you mm-hmm. bring this game to the West, it, it, we'll take it digitally. It doesn't even need to be a packaged release. I mean, because we're getting into that that phase now where oh, yeah. instead of them making a stockpile of games yeah. and then saying, oh, yeah, guys, yeah. look, it didn't sell. Yeah. They can they can essentially not even have a, a single copy produced yeah. and just put the effort into localizing it. Yeah, I'm a really big fan of, of, of that type of... Uh, I think at, 
you have some fans that really say, oh, if it's not retail, yeah. if it's digital only, then I'm not buying it. I think that's amazingly silly because yeah. you, they'd rather not play the game at all than get, in, than get it uh, digitally. And the thing is, digitally, is that's, it just makes sense uh, for, for uh, games, especially smaller games, to be released digitally. Uh, I can understand that people would prefer a retail version, but honestly, I think I'd rather ha I'd rather have a, uh, a digital a version than no it, version yeah. at all. Basically, I, I used to be one of those guys that like only wanted physical copies, and like I have like almost <laughs> two hundred games on my yeah. Steam account, so I guess I could shut mm -hmm. up about that now. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just that's a good point because uh, Steam has really shown the advantage you can get by has shown how much the price can be lowered by having digital versions. The thing is, it doesn't really cost them money to to sell more digital versions. They don't need to make extra copies. They're just always available. So that's why prices yeah. on Steam sales can be so low at the times. I bought, I've bought great games for about one euro or something. It's really ridiculous. Uh, I've got a lot of games on, on my Steam account as well. And that's what's so good about uh, digital versions. And that's what's also unfortunate. Um, if, you, if you look at, the exam, for example, the situation with Valkyria Chronicles 2, so that's available digitally on PSN eh, for the PSP. It's about 10 euros. I think it's maybe $15 yeah. or something. It's a pretty low price for a game like that, even if it's maybe not the best in the series. Uh, that's still a, a really low price. And yet Sega... Uh, hasn't made it available for the PS Vita for some reason. So in Europe, you can buy it from on PSN using your PS Vita, but if you try to buy it in the US, you can't even see the game. And it's that's really unfortunate to see Sega not really um, uh, make those, try to push those games, uh, try to to sell those games, uh, try to try to make uh, people more aware that those games can be bought digitally. I think that's that's an area they really oh, could yeah. improve in, and there's a lot of sales potential there. I think Sega is a little uh, backwards on some stuff. Like mm -hmm. they released, uh, like what in in October they released out of nowhere the yeah. uh, House of the Dead Overkill, the typing game, Typing of the Dead. Yeah. Yeah. But they didn't re-release the freaking one, uh, the second one, even though there's already a PC port. All they had to really do was put it into Steam, but they didn't do it, which is strange. And a lot of people on, on NeoGaf, I think, were complaining about mm. that they wanted the part two typing of the dead and uh they never did it i'm surprised i mean all they really had to do was uh put it on steam basically and just put the drm that steam uses mm -hmm. but i guess that's lost sales right there but it's I, I like that i like when they do little stuff like that where you don't expect it and it just comes out mm -hmm. like uh i'm, I'm a big fan of typing I'm, the dead I'm... so I'm kind of mad like, about that. With Fantasy Star Online 2's delay, I feel like that's one of those games that that could happen. Like, we'd be sitting here, we might get a little teaser, and we're like, oh, what's this? And then a week later, it's like, Fantasy Star Online 2, buy it, buy it now, <laughs> or download it now. Yeah, they yeah, continually they... come out with content for that, so, yeah, who knows how that, uh, what they might be planning. Well, they've only been, they've, indeed, they've always said they're still going to release the game. I think every official announcement we got from them, they always said, well, mm -hmm. it's still it's still on. We're still going to release the game. Um, I think, well, I think one 
a part of the problem is that that I think with the previous Fancy Store Online, they had difficulties bringing over the content sometimes from Japan. I think a game like that, it's pretty big, and it, it really, it, it, I think people would be disappointed if they didn't support it 100% if they do release it uh, over here. So maybe that's a reason for the delay or something. That is true. I mean, we see the Creative Assembly handling the Aliens license, which Sega owns, so it could be that they're just waiting for the right moment, the right uh, purchase to uh, push that off onto a developer who has experience in um, that sort of thing. So, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I I definitely believe that Relic rumor. That makes a lot of sense. Because Sega West, there's I don't think um, Sega of America has really anyone who can handle that sort of thing. And the thing is, we've seen a number of we've seen we've seen that they've really been downsized. Uh, I think Sega of America and Sega Europe, they've really I think they've lost a lot of resources in in the last couple of years. I think that's really what's what's what also caused them to um, to well yeah. st- simply be able to release less games. Uh, if you if you look at Sega, they've really been trying to to increase their profitability their profitability uh, in recent years. So people say yeah. 2013 was a worse year for them, but if you look at it financially, they they've made more money. So they they've actually their consumer business business is actually doing better in in 2013 than it was in 2012 simply because they cut a number of games. And yeah, that's unfortunate, but it's really that's really the way it is. I think it has a lot to do with the way uh, Sega handles the way they bring games over. It just feels like they don't really uh, hype up the games. Some of them that they used to bring over, like I think one year they brought over like they did twenty games the whole year, and sometimes games would come out from Japan. And I wouldn't even know they came out till like three months later. Like I think Sands of Destruction, they came out for the DS. They mm-hmm. spent like almost a year reworking the game, making it easier. And then it comes out, and there was not huh. even a blog post about it. I don't even think so, or a tweet yeah. about it. So I, it comes out, and I'm like two months later. I'm like, oh, it came out. Oh, I wanted to play it, but yeah. and I couldn't find um, it anywhere. So it's like, all right. In the sky, I wanted you to talk about how you got into segalization. Yeah, um, so it's interesting. When I believe this, or uh, Draken started floating this idea at around the summer of last year, or a little before the summer of last year. And yeah, he started talking about uh, like a Valkyria Chronicles fan site and how um, uh, long, long, long ago, Aaron Weber thought it was a cool idea and such. And um, I was actually initially like sort of uh or i wasn't opposed to it but i was like uh i i don't think this is necessary as like you know i think that sega already knows where the fans are coming from and i was just like um yeah i mean i i wasn't all that uh ecstatic about the the idea at first but over time i don't know i just started thinking about it and what is the idea sort i sort of came to is just um i couldn't i mean with the opportunity to help with that sort of project like i i couldn't come up with reasons why i shouldn't be involved i guess is the right way to put it i mean i i mean 
I think it's pretty clear that Sega knows that you know, like there's oh, there's like an audience for like a lot of these uh, n- uh, niche games and stuff. Like there are people who want to play like Valkyria Chronicles and like. Uh, People within Sega know that you know people love all of, all all these games, like especially with um, Atsune Miku, who has uh, like broad appeal just outside of the games, but with like the concerts and such, like people who like cosplay and stuff like it, like her and all that. But um, yeah, so like as much as I used to like think that way and such, I yeah, I just found it increasingly difficult to justify like not trying to help you know like bring like a cohesive frame like a cohesive uh frame for like all of these um japanese titles that we want to see brought west and stuff so i was like okay yeah why not uh be a part of that so yeah i mean we started uh, yeah drake and i started uh floating around ideas on like how we were going to structure this and like uh the petition uh how we were going to do the petitions and such and it finally launched I think the yeah Thanksgiving weekend or so of last year, and yeah since then we've just uh, kept uh, going. Um, we talked to Operation Rainfall a while ago, and they were uh, nice enough to uh, yeah they were nice enough to talk to uh, talk to us and stuff too. So that was really good of them, and. Um, yeah, I mean, so <clears throat> as much as I, I think that with the titles that we're talking about, uh, since they don't necessarily pre- or they, they don't they just don't perform as well or maybe as consistently as um, like Sonic or like the RTS games and stuff. Um, I feel like that they're I feel that they're more vulnerable uh, with the way they're handled um like uh we were talking a little while ago about um uh blog posts or like getting the word out there i mean just to take an example there's resonance of fate um it's sega didn't develop that but i mean they published it and um and they came out with uh blog posts and stuff uh and they advertised it a lot and they came out with merch and merchandise and stuff but uh, even the little things sometimes, like uh, it came out uh, on the same time as Final Fantasy Thirteen, and that mm. is a uh, that is very rough competition. I mean, uh, it, it, Final Fantasy Thirteen was a title that ended up doing quite a bit of harm, I guess, to the Final Fantasy name. But I mean, at the time, that's uh, a bit rough for that. So yeah, I wanted to be a part of something that could continually like keep the banner flying for what I, for titles that I feel are not just things that I like and stuff, um, but things that I feel are vulnerable and are, and are quirky and cool. What are your guys' plans for the near future with the site? Uh, anything you can share in that regard? Oh uh, yeah. Well, we have a, we have a bit of a secret agenda. Um, we actually oh, cool. just added something to our roster actually. Yeah, That's um, a it's very cool looking game. Uh, yeah, Puyo, yeah. Puyo Tetris. Yeah, I actually haven't. Um, I haven't played a. I think the only yeah the okay. only Puyo Puyo game I played was um, Mean Bean Machine, I, and it was on. Um, it, what was it? It was on one of the collections. The Genesis, on game, oh yeah, yeah. It, the Sega collection, Sega Genesis mm-hmm. collections on the, on the PS3 and Xbox, the physical release. 
or no, it was like um, I think it came oh, with Sonic's like one of those like a Sonic collection or, um, on GameCube or something. It had Sonic, like the Mega Collection. Um, um, actually, no, I can correct Fucking you right now. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, looking at it, Sonic's Sonic Mega Collection is that what it is? Yeah, I, it's a fantastic game. It was my favorite game exactly when I was remember, uh, growing yeah. up, and it's interesting too. It's different. I mean, it's it's kind of a a localization of uh, a Japanese title, but it's very different in terms of the graphics and I think even the music. Um, but yeah, definitely, I've imported all of the uh, Saturn and Dreamcast Puyo Puyo titles. They're a lot of fun, very, very easy to play, um, despite the Japanese, which is why I think it would be a great uh, game to localize, especially digitally. It's, it seems like a perfect digital title. No, there's little story yeah. modes, but it's really like Not I see you're here to play Puyo Puyo. Oh yeah, I am. Let's play. You know, and they could probably. Yeah, you can't beat me. Oh, yes, <laughs> you're like you, you can't know. beat me. Yeah. Barry, you're, you're just with a tear. Deeper than Sonic you're on the story. World. Too good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Um, I was gonna say. Uh, Oh, what uh, what games like personally? If you had to choose one game to localize, which ones would you choose and why? Well, uh, for me personally, uh, I think at uh, at the main re it's basically the reason I started uh, the website. Uh, it's it would be Valkyria Chronicles three. Um, for me, the original Valkyria Chronicles was really what got me back into being a Sega fan. Uh, I, I hadn't really been been following Sega uh, the years before, um, uh, but be, I, I ended up buying a PS3 just to play Valkyria Chronicles. And I thought, uh, it, it's while it's not uh, a perfect game, I think uh, it's 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 a game that really would have fit well in the um, in the Sega that made uh, when they were the Sega back when. Uh, they were making uh, their Dreamcast games. Uh, it really reminded me of that um, of that generation of, of games that uh, like Skies of Arcadia and such. It's really original titles um, that just uh, that blend gameplay from different genres and really do something new with it. Um, and for me, I think it it was really disappointing to see that. Uh, that uh, mm-hmm. Valkyrie Chronicles 2 didn't sell well on the PSP. And, and maybe, uh, yeah, I, I think it's, it could still be a success even now if they released Valkyrie Chronicles 3 uh, as, a digital, as a digital title on PSN. Um, uh, uh, yeah, you also have to think about it. The, the PSP was, didn't really do that well in America, and it wasn't doing really that well in America. I think... Right when Sega Japan decided to move Valkyrie Chronicles from like a console to the the handheld, which I think in Japan it was a good decision, but like worldwide, mm-hmm. it was a bad decision. That, that kind of killed the steam it had in America. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so. I mean, that's uh, yeah, that was sort of rough. I mean, yeah, I, I I basically agree. I mean, it made sense because like yeah, I mean. The PSP user base was uh, super huge, and um, that was something that also happened, but like much, much, much later on with uh, PSP in the West and stuff too. But uh, that, um, like, there was such a 
there's such a like grand mythos uh, around uh, Valkyria Chronicles. I mean, it wasn't like a like a super. It, it didn't like light up the charts or anything. But a lot of people uh, knew about it and such. Like um, it got all these awards. A lot of people liked it uh, critically and such. And so, like the difference in like the the development and I guess uh, possibly like the aesthetic and tone differences. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm could have yeah it it could have been a lot to stomach for a lot of people and um i mean yeah i guess you don't even know if um uh, everyone who had the ps3 has a psp anyway so yeah that um it's a bit jarring for something mm. that for a franchise so early in its life yeah i also think that one of the biggest issues was that like valkyrie chronicles 2 it was our, it was an okay game, but like it wasn't as mm -hmm. good as the first one, and yeah. most of it was because of the limitation on the map. Like you had to like move sections of the map, and it was just kind of annoying. I think they kind of ruined the flow of the game. I think you should have just st stuck with PS3. I wouldn't mind them bringing three over to like, like you said, PSN or something, because I mean they've done it like with other uh, portable releases. They've released them on consoles. Like I think Sony does it all the time with their P uh, Vita titles and PSP titles. And uh, I think Ubisoft just did it with their Assassin's Creed game. That one that came out on Vita just came out on Steam like a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah, it's, I don't know. I think uh, Valkyrie Chronicles is a good thing to... I mean, the third one, I want to play it, so... And they're also in Project Cross, Cross Zone. So. Yeah, yeah. And the, it's, it's, it's regrettable. I think uh, if you look at Valkyrie Chronicles 3... Uh, it's 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 um, it's closer to the first game than the second one, so I think it would appeal more to the fans of uh, the the first or Valkyria Chronicles. Um, so it's it's regrettable that uh, it's simply not being localized, and I'm not sure if it's going to happen. Uh, I hope it still will. Uh, I know the the thing is we've seen about three different companies um, uh, state that they would like to uh, localize the title uh, and apparently Sega's just not yeah. letting them uh, we know some companies have approached them and I'm not sure what the problem is apparently Sega which doesn't want to to let uh, external uh, external <laughs> studios handle the game I'm not sure why if yeah it's hard to say I mean it could be um it could be an internal thing. Um, do do they like to keep? Um, was that part of the thing they mentioned with uh, Yakuza Five? Like they like uh, having as much oversight over the localization as pro uh, process as possible. I believe that was one of the things they said. I think it's it's one of the things. Uh, Sony has um, a new studio. Uh, I forgot the name now, but they got no. Yeah, new third party relations. Yeah. So um, they've basically, uh, in, 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 in an interview, they mentioned how difficult how difficult it was to get um, uh, to get uh, uh, developers to trust them actually to to handle uh, to handle the localization for them. So maybe that's part of what uh, what makes it difficult for for uh, other companies to uh, make well, a deal with Sega to release their games. <laughs> Oh, curse you. Well, I haven't so, even read um, that one. For, for Segalization, oh, wow. where can people uh, uh, find you online? Segalization.com. You're also on Twitter at uh, Segalization, and you're also on. Are you mm -hmm. on Facebook? Mm hmm. Okay. Segalization as well. I'm sure it's a pretty unique 
We were on Facebook. Unique, uh, term that no one else is going to take. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very cool. We actually we yeah. have the yeah. segalization link up on our site. And I also wanted to announce too that um, the Will of the Ancients is uh, joining us as a partner site. They just added. Um, I just spoke with Chris, and he added the link to the Will of the Ancients site to Segabits. So we have ours up there as well. So uh, our empire is slowly nice. building. No, um, the whole idea was to really um, connect our site, which which I I see as the most successful general Sega news site. I mean, that's just my opinion. Oh wait, that's also the uh, the numbers too. We get more traffic than the other ones. I'm sorry, um, uh, but I, I just. I know there's always a talk um, <laughs> internally with our writers about, you know, how, how should we reach out to other sites? And I always thought it was kind of pointless for us to reach out to other general Sega news sites because we all cover the same stuff. I'm, I'm fine with being friends with people, but I just I don't see very much of a reason to collaborate as much mm -hmm. as I'd like to collaborate with fan sites who cover specific franchises or things like localizing games, because that's what I think. There's there's not really any overlap, and it actually just expands the whole kind of the community that I really think is is far more exciting than just a bunch of news sites reporting on the same things. But um, yeah, I'm just I'm excited for both segalization uh, and the Will of the Ancients. I was going to say, um, how can people help mm -hmm. uh, with the lo well, I mean, like with the petitions and stuff. Like it, right now, it's just petitions, right? Yeah. Well. well Right now, it's just uh, the petition and uh, our news posts or the editorial things we do. Um, we have floated around a couple of campaigning ideas, and we're still debating, I guess, within ourselves, like how we're going to do that. But um, yeah, another thing that would probably help us, I think, is that uh, we do have a forum section up, and we love to just... Uh, hear uh feedback from you guys um or like things that you think would be cool about uh different games and such so like yeah just uh commenting on our news articles and stuff or like uh just saying or like in like the Valkyrie's uh chronicles section or whatever i think i made a topic ab about um things someone might want to see on the next um uh Valkyria Chronicles game if it were to happen or I think I made a topic on the Soccer Wars uh, uh section about like um uh who the best uh, Soccer <laughs> Wars character is and it's uh Sumeria. <clears throat> um and yeah so yeah it's a it's a movement that I think is or just in my opinion it's gonna thrive the more that uh, people sort of participate in it um, and it's not just uh, I mean it's not it's not our own like vanity project or something but like um, ultimately the point is that like you know the, the more people can uh, the more people become a part of it the more people like notice it and say like um, oh this is what we think and such um, possibly like yeah. it'll sort of strengthen that voice or like sort of increase that urgency i suppose to sega to say like hey you know i mean there's still a, a willing audience out there for a lot of these things that are under our banner mm -hmm. so yeah i mean that's where i come from on that but maybe i'd like to add to that um I think uh, if you look at the forums and such, you, you really see a lot of people mm -hmm. complain about uh, games not being localized, but there simply wasn't really uh, 
any real movement. Uh, so people complained on the forum, but there really never, there really never was. Yeah. Um, well, we had a few campaigns here and there. But there wasn't really um, one movement that really tried to try to group uh, those mm -hmm. campaigns together, and that's what we'd like to do. So basically, uh, of course, we're still we we just started basically. So we we <laughs> we we have our website up and running and such. But there's still we still need, we're still going to make an effort, of course, to 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 really get more uh, unique content on our website to to um, to really draw more attention basically to to the games uh, that we ha that we have featured now uh, i think it's really our goal is really to 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 bring one voice to um the call to to ask sega to uh, localize more of their games that's basically uh, our our goal and mm -hmm. of course um we still have a lot of work to do so um we hope to to really expand our website to um, bring more content to it uh, and build from there. I think uh, I don't know how it was for Sega, but I, I imagine that it all really started as uh, in a similar way. So you just you end mm -hmm. up. I really just wanted to get the website up and running. Uh, I think that's already uh, half of the work, but because a lot of fan projects simply don't even get that far. So uh, I think it's good that we're already mm -hmm. uh, that we're at this stage uh, at this point. Well, we definitely like the start that you guys are at. You've made some uh, really great strides in uh, the short amount of time, and we're just we're mm -hmm. looking forward to continuing to collaborate with you guys. And this isn't the end of the conversation. We'd definitely like to have you back on the podcast for a future show, especially if news may drop that a game is being localized, or if a new game comes out and you want to talk about it. Mm -hmm. Draken, is there anything you wanted to add before we uh, sign off? I think um, most has uh, already been said. Um, um, oh, of course. I certainly, I'd like to thank Sigabits for uh, approaching us. Um, I think that was a bit of a surprise for us, uh, but definitely a pleasant surprise. So, uh, yeah, I do hope we we can uh, we can uh, contribute to. Uh, both mm -hmm. uh, Sigabits and of course our own website and I hope to yeah I hope that we can reach more Sega fans and uh, yeah deliver great uh, content for the fans out there and George is there anything you wanted to say uh first off I just wanted to say welcome back <laughs> oh man um it feels good to be back I guess I actually really missed posting on the site so like that kind of sucks like because i mean i made the site yeah. because i like posting on the site not because i wanted anybody to read my stuff well the whole idea behind segabits was to make the site that we would want to visit yeah that's basically the whole point of it and the whole name was uh we were going to take bits I, uh, what was it oh that we were going to take other aspects of other sites and put it together oh. like you know the bits and pieces that we would want I think I think that's yeah. where that's where we come with the whole partnership, you know, with other sites. Mm -hmm. Honestly, when we were making when we we're making the names, as now that we're four, I guess four years old now. When we started making the names, we had some of the most terrible names. I think uh, we had this guy named Sharky that used to write for us, and uh, he was one of the guys that I told him to come up with a name, and he came up with Sega Vomit. I was like, no, I'm not calling it Sega Vomit, dude. He's like, you know, when you drink late at night and you just vomit and you feel better. I'm like. <laughs> No, that's not the name of the site. Wow. I had to wow. come up with a name, so there we go. Oh, yeah, it definitely does. It's, it's, I think it rolls off the works. tongue. Yeah. 
definitely. Yeah, better than yeah, better than a lot of things. Better than the sake of vomit, but a little. So bit. it's it's positive connotations. It's not yeah. <laughs> so, um, well, I guess from uh, me, George Draken, and in the sky. Uh, thank you for listening, and um, we'll be actually the Swing Report shows. Uh, potentially going to be back sooner than than two the usual two weeks. We're uh, putting on a collector's themed podcast uh, later this week, hopefully with um, AJ is going to be joining us, and we're also going to be having uh, hopefully the Gaga Man of uh, Sega Memories and the Dreamcast Junkyard. So all right. let's all say goodbye. Thanks, guys. Bye.